0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time you are tuning in, welcome to Homesteading and Gardening in the Suburbs. I'm Emma from Misfit Gardening and today we're talking about using wood chips in the garden. So let's dig in. And you might have seen the YouTube video that I put up about how I built my garden using wood chips. And I started that garden in fall last year. And this is really my first tip is to make your garden beds early so that they can break down before you plant. cardboard if you're using that to block out the weeds or if you're using something like um, newspaper those things are going to need time to get wet from the rain or the snow and start to decompose and the same is true for wood chips they're going to take time to break down and they can pull nutrients away from your plants that are trying to grow in order to do that natural decomposition and breaking down so if you can start in fall for the next season um that i've definitely found to be the best option. Now I have put some new beds in um, and I've been putting them in over the last few weeks as I've had the materials and available daylight when I've gotten home from work. And, you know, when I plant in these beds, um, which I'm going to be doing as soon as that deer fencing is finished, there's a couple of things that I'm going to need to do for a more successful garden. So these, no, um, these new no-till beds um, can be successful, but there's a few things that we're going to need to do in order to help them on their way. And the first is that i'm going to need to scrape back the wood chips and even the cardboard i might have to cut out the cardboard um, to be able to get to the ground underneath um, the cardboard is going to help kill off the weeds that are there so you know when you cut out that cardboard you might still see some remnants of the weeds but it should be less if you've had them in place um, for a few days and pulling back everything to be able to get your plants into the ground is going to help your plants get established because those plant roots are going to go into that soil and not into the wood chips. And the plant roots are going to be able to travel down into the ground to get to the nutrients and the water that are already in the soil and not compete with what's going on with the wood chips and breaking down. The other thing is when I'm planting directly into the soil around um, and pulling back that wood chips is I don't want to put those wood chips right up against those plants that have been, um, planted in there. I want to give them a little bit of space. So I might use something different as a mulch. Maybe it might be some straw or some, um, Uh, clippings from the yard, something like that, Um, you know, like grass clippings or something to put around and act as a mulch just so um, the wood chips are not getting too much in the way and pulling out some of those nutrients, in particular nitrogen. So planting transplants into these beds are gonna help give you better success. Because those roots can work their way into that soil um, and the wood chips are just basically acting as a mulch on the ground on top um, rather than what you're planting into. Seeds, if you're going to be direct seeding, so things like beans or peas or radishes, for example, carrots, they're not going to do um, very well in a new wood chip bed um, because those wood chips are using up the available um, nitrogen to facilitate breaking down and decomposing but also your seeds need a medium to actually grow their roots into and a wood chip um, that you've just put down is not going to be suitable for that So if you can start your plants indoors and have them be transplants that you're going to put out, that is going to help. Um, But obviously there's some plants that don't do well as a transplant, like carrots. Um, And if you're wanting to plant those seeds, you want to be scraping back the wood chips, removing the cardboard and planting directly into the soil. And you want to give your seeds plenty of room and don't move those wood chips back around the plants until they are well established. So again, that might be that you need to use a different type of mulch in that area to help keep that water in the ground and help your um, seeds germinate. So maybe that is straw or, you know, some some burlap or some something different, right? Um, there's lots of different options that are available for mulch depending on what it is that you are trying to grow. Some seeds, like if it's radishes, for example, those germinate pretty quickly Um, so it shouldn't be too long before you can put a mulch around or you're harvesting out of that area now the type of wood chips that you get is gonna really matter if you're getting big chunky stuff that comes dyed in lots of different colors and it's in a bag from a big box store it's more a decorative mulch. Um, It's not really going to work for this type of garden. For this type of no-till garden, you're wanting ramial wood chips. And these are chips and shreddings of smaller branches and green leaves. Sometimes, depending on how you've gotten hold of the material, it might be, you know, the big branches and chunks of stuff that have been run through a wood chipper um, particularly if you're using a service like chip drop or something like that but a lot of the time if you're talking to local arborists or tree trimming services a lot of it that it's going to be is rameal wood chips and that's what i was able to get from local tree trimming services that just happened to be down the road Um, and as they were coming down the road i kind of ran out and you know asked them like hey when you guys are done can you um Would you mind dumping the uh, wood chips just here? And um, they they were totally happy to do that. So that was kind of nice having some free wood chips. But I know that that's not always the case for people. But if you're um, having trees taken down or you're talking to a neighbor who's having trees taken down, see if they are willing to um, let you take some of the wood chips. Um, Also for us, we have a wood chipper and a shredder. So all the prunings and things that have come down you know, from the windstorms and stuff over winter, like inevitably branches break and stuff. Um, we put all those through the wood chipper and then those go onto our garden beds. So all of that's this ramial wood chip. And because it's got things like the smaller branches which are newer growth and green leaves, that green stuff contains a lot more nitrogen and is going to help offset some of that nitrogen loss as well as helping to break down your wood chips faster. So my giant pile of wood chips was composting and it was composting beautifully Um, and one thing I will say when you're moving wood chips is maybe think about wearing a dust mask um, because you get a lot of um, dustiness that's coming up and sometimes you get like fungal spas that are coming up and if you have um like sensitive breathing or allergies and things um it it can um be um uh, difficult to handle wood chips if you're doing that so um definitely do your research before putting wood chips down and think about appropriate protective equipment that you're going to need um but those rameo wood chips are definitely going to be your friend when it comes to the garden side of things um adding more nutrition to your wood chip no-till beds is gonna help um, and that's something that seems to be missing from some of the no-till garden tours that use wood chips i mean i've watched a few of them um like fairly recently um and none of them really talk about needing to add some extra fertility to your beds um, it might be implied in some ways where people kind of talk about you know things going through to their chickens and their chickens doing composting that then gets added to those beds Um, and really that is adding the fertility to your beds that is going to be tied up from those wood chips decomposing. Um, Now when I started building the beds in fall I didn't have anything, like I didn't have any compost, I didn't have any well-rotted manure or anything like that. I just had cardboard and wood chips. And I am going to need to be adding something to those beds to provide the nitrogen and the other elements that are needed for plants to grow well. So adding things like well-rotted compost or well-rotted aged manure, those are relatively easy to find or buy. Certainly there's a farm like maybe five or six miles down the road from me and they've got like bags of cow manure available that you can buy. Um, So early spring is definitely um, a good time of year to go shopping locally if you're in the city um, maybe think about taking a drive out to the more rural areas and see what is going on because i think you might be surprised at how easy it is to get hold of some of these materials that can help your garden grow you could also use a certified organic or omri o-m-r-i listed fertilizer um, and those omri listed Um, materials and um, products are suitable for use in organic farming. So I always look for OMRI products to use in my garden. And you could definitely look at getting a fertilizer to add to your no-till beds to help offset that loss of nitrogen as your beds are breaking down. Um, This is one of the reasons why I'm really excited to have the chickens coming. um, Because their manure, when it's composted, is going to really help bring balance to those garden beds. And that is one way that when I had this type of Garden bed setup where we used to live, the manure composted from the chickens helped my garden thrive. So I'm really excited about the chickens. Um, I will say that chicken math is a real thing Um, and it's really difficult to rein yourself in. So I understand, I understand for all of you who have chickens who warned me about chicken math and i knew before i had chickens that chicken math was a thing and now i think it's definitely (laughs) more of a thing because i've got more space and it's kind of really hard to justify why i shouldn't add that one chicken um because it's cool but um yeah, having um, the meat birds and, and the layers um, and having a process that I can use like a chicken tractor to set up um, or deep litter in the chicken coop to then compost and add to the garden beds um, later on in the season is going to help bring that balance back to the garden beds in terms of the available nutrients that my plants need. But if your plants have been planted into your garden beds and they're looking like they're struggling a little bit, try giving them some diluted compost tea or bakashi tea. Um, You could try comfrey and nettle liquid fertilizer that you can make. Um, Or you could look at using something like OMRI listed fish emulsion with kelp and using that every couple of weeks to um, help your plants grow and help them settle in a little bit better in these wood chip beds and help offset some of that loss of the nitrogen. My last tip is not to mix the soil and the wood chips. You want to layer the wood chips on the top. You don't want to be digging them into the soil digging them into the soil is going to tie up more nitrogen with their decomposing and it can take even longer for those beds to get established um, if you have compost or well-rotted manure available i found that the best way to create um, the beds is to put that cardboard down then layer the compost and or um the well-rotted um, aged manure if you have that available and you want to use it, um, then you want to be putting about two to four inches of wood chips on the top. You want to water that garden bed and then let it rest for a few weeks before trying to plant into it. If you are wanting to plant into it right away, I found that if you put about six to eight inches of raised bed soil or um, a mix of raised bed soil and topsoil on top of that compost, and or well rotted manure layer then the wood chips on top of that mixture of the raised bed soil or the raised bed and topsoil then you can plant into that because you've got six to eight inches of you know planting medium that you're plant roots can get established into Um, your wood chips are going to be acting as a mulch on the very top of there and that's giving your plants time to be able to grow before they're going to hit some of that well-rotted compost and the cardboard that may be breaking down at the very bottom. Your beds are going to shrink and disappear over time and that is totally normal because what's happening underneath is all of those worms are coming up the ground and they're breaking things down and taking it down further into the ground and you're going to find that your no-till garden beds feel a lot more spongy and springy and the texture of the soil and in that area is going to change even from the beds that we put in um back in fall when we've kind of stepped on things we found you know the Soil and the ground feel so much different um, than the areas that do not have this wood chip on them, um, or the areas that are being built. So you're going to start to notice those changes in in a relatively short period of time. But the wood chip gardening method is going to take time to establish, and you kind of need to be aware of that going into it. And you're going to need to add more wood chips over time as they decompose and disappear these garden beds are going to retain a lot more moisture because of all the humus that's in there and you're going to find that the plants that are growing in them are going to thrive. Certainly different types of plants are going to do better because these types of garden beds are a lot more higher in fungi rather than bacterial driven beds which is what kind of your normal sort of pasture areas of your garden are so you know where you've got your veggie things growing um a lot of that is more bacterial driven versus kind of these more um permanent plantings like we use in permaculture which are more fungal driven right that mycorrhizal fungi is well established and your plants have got um a great cycle of nutrients that is going through but you can still leverage these types of garden beds to grow your vegetables in them. I've seen this type of garden bed growing edible mushrooms with your veggies. And I saw a video of a local mushroom cultivation store, um, that's here in Maine and they were growing wine cap mushrooms in the wood chip mulch i've seen other gardeners growing these edible mushrooms like in the wood chips right next to you know various other fruits and vegetables growing which i think is really a great way to um, you know add more to your garden um, but I understand that this can be too long of a wait for you to grow your vegetables. And if that's the case, then maybe think about using wood chip and no-till beds for perennial plants. So things like berries or cane fruits like raspberries and blackberries, or you could create wood chip gardens around your fruit trees like a permaculture planting guild and you can underplant it with herbs and wildflowers instead and help your trees grow because trees will thrive in this type of fungal dominant environment in the soil and i think you might be surprised at how well your trees do we were definitely um very surprised at how much better our orchard did when we moved it to a you know wood chip covered no-till area that we had set up as part of our planting guilds and our last property like the trees were phenomenal the fruit was amazing like i can't tell you how much I miss my peach tree that I had in my backyard when I lived in Utah because I had like giant softball sized peaches and they were amazing and I think a lot of that is due to um, how we cultivated those plants and put this wood chip down and we made this shift for the garden and previously it was a grass lawn it was a you know, not a very well-kept grass lawn, let's put it that way, Um, but the soil was incredibly sandy, it was very alkaline, Um, it had, I mean, it was just using lots and lots and lots of water because it was an arid environment, but it became the most beautiful soil that was so enriched with earthworms and life underneath and it was flourishing above the ground too so don't dismiss wood chips and no-till beds completely from your backyard homestead maybe think about how you could use it a bit more creatively but I would love to hear from you do you use wood chips in your garden how do you use them let me know over in the Facebook group and until next time I hope your garden grows beautifully and I'll see you all next week